Today we have a very special episode. I have Brian from Ramblings from the Rod Pod uh, with me. And the reason why Brian is here is because we are both passionate about comics as well as Transformers. Absolutely. We have had a chance to look at all the footage from DC Fandom and um, we've seen some reviews and now we're going to give our two cents on what we thought about all the properties in DC Fandom. I was going to hit you with a question right off the bat. Okay. Hit me. Hit me. (laughs) In general, it seems like a lot of the different video games or movies that we saw lent themselves more to like a more adult audience. In particular, the Batman trailer and then um, also the Gotham Knights video game and the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. And then, of course, there's the mother of all dark takes, which is the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League movie. Yes. So I ha- you, you shared the tweet with me where Zack Snyder was basically like, you know, uh, you liked the, the version of the Justice League. You compared it to watching Saturday morning cartoons. Well, this movie is for adults, so you're not part of the demographic. Do DC characters, do they get what their characters deserve? when they're featured in these sort of adult, dark takes? I think it really depends on the individual property. Batman has been more of a dark figure since the 80s. Um, Suicide Squad obviously lends itself very much to to darker storylines. But um, other things shouldn't necessarily be. I mean, like, I don't know if a Justice League movie should be like Mm -hmm. that. You know, I mean, you, you kind of, you always picture the Justice League as something, being something bright and hopeful. Yes. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I actually still have not seen the uh, the, the release, the theatrical release of Justice League yet. So Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Maybe I will. I, at this point, I'm deciding if I want to watch the original first or if I want to watch the four hour Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, which sounds like, like extremely excessive. <laughs> uh, most of these, like most comics, there are some that lend itself better to light and hopeful kind of uh, storylines and some lend itself better to the dark and gritty stuff. Like a lot of people will always cite the killing joke. A lot of people always cite the Dark Knight Returns and, and the stuff from the 80s that's so dark and gritty and then eventually like Batman Year One, all this Frank Miller Batman stuff, right? And, and of course Watchmen. And I think that they know that they had like critical success with that and financial success with those properties. And so they kind of use that as um, like their litmus test. It's like, oh, well, people really appreciate when we go dark and gritty. And, and they, I think they think that like with the Christopher Nolan movies, those movies were very adult and gritty too. Um, and so I think that they think that that might be the way that they can be successful. It also considered ma- makes them separate from Marvel too. I was just exactly to say that it makes, it, it makes them a counterpoint to what Marvel does. Because Marvel, while it does have those uh, adult themes here and there, I mean, generally speaking, they're a lot more, lighthearted uh and, and I, they have a lot more lighthearted moments and they're still uh, very emotionally heavy at times um I, I can't was it uh i read a quote from seth rogan recently he was releasing some comedy movie and okay. he made reference to like it's hard to compete against 200 million dollar marvel comedies because i mean really that's kind of what they are sometimes you know yes i mean absolutely. how could you not argue that thor ragnarok is not a comedy <laughs> yeah that's a very good point yeah did you see shazam i did yes i like shazam yeah yeah 
Shazam is like what you were saying, we were talking about before. It's like more lighthearted, more fun, and it's it's definitely comical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they, they kind of give away a lot of the real good jokes in the trailer, I think. But um, it it was it was it was fun. I mean, it, it was a reimagining of the the New Fifty Two kind of origin. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I just I enjoyed it, and then you know, I really enjoyed the family aspect of it uh, at the end. Like the whole thing they did there it was it was such a change of pace. Like it was like you know to see. I feel like with Shazam and Shazam Two, and with Black Adam. I think that that might be the way that DC could make a cohesive shared universe that um, would keep those values that DC characters have and not be all dark and gritty. I absolutely agree. But at the same time, uh, I think the, the shared Marvel continuity is such a one in a million thing. Yeah. Like we will never see anything on that scale ever again in our lifetimes uh and i don't and i i would almost prefer if other properties don't try to emulate at that point so dc's just seems to be just throwing whatever they can at the wall and seeing what sticks yeah um and some things have stuck and some things have not (laughs) yeah have you seen birds of prey yes i saw birds of prey yeah i see i liked birds of prey a lot yeah i thought it was good yeah yeah yeah. i know that you like man of steel i like man of steel um we like Birds of Prey then, and then Shazam. Well, what about Aquaman? What do you feel about that one? I didn't see Aquaman either, oh. actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, have this, I have this crazy track record of seeing, like, all these superhero movies, and then, then I, I just missed, like I, – I never saw Green Lantern. I never saw Aquaman. I didn't see Justice League. And then I didn't see, like, one of the Ghost Rider movies. But everything else – oh, no, I didn't see uh, Fantastic Four either, but I've literally seen everything else. <laughs> Going back to, to Justice League and to these movies in general um, – what I was going to say was, if you look at the content, right, it, it seems like in general that DC really likes their alternate takes on these classic heroes. Like if we look at that Gotham Knights trailer, Batman's dead. If we look at the Suicide Squad game, Superman has, I don't know, been like taken over by Brainiac or something and he's killing people, right? Yeah. So we have to kill Superman. And then I know that in the comics, like a really popular comic that came out recently was Deceased. And that's where like a lot of the superheroes are infected, zombies killing people. So just over and over again, it seems like they keep drawing from this well where like the heroes are either killed or they become evil. And it, also in that, um, that video game, Injustice too. Yeah. You know, so to me, like when you go into like the layoffs and the fact that like DC is kind of changing their publishing mindset too, it almost seems to me like they are not worried about creating new stories with the existing characters in comics and they want to just kind of do variations of the characters' stories. That's a, that's a really good point. I mean, uh, I, I think, I mean, if, if anything, Batman has to have the most alternate versions of any character I've ever seen. Right. Uh, and a lot of them are really good, really good takes. I mean, one of my favorite more recent comics has been uh, the, the, the Batman white Knight series, which is just fantastic. Right. Um, and uh, and and again, that's it's a, a another dark, gritty kind of take, and where Batman is sort of a villain uh, right. in it in a way. Yeah, and you know, and the Joker is the hero, which is it's crazy. I feel like this version in that we see in Bat in the Batman. Yeah. Right? I feel like it reminds me of standalone Batman stories I've seen where he's like a lot more intense, like in the Dark Knight Returns, or um, even in like there's this one run that Brian Azzarello did where Batman kind of enjoys beating people up. 
that that's part of the problem in, in that series is that Batman kind of goes overboard yeah. uh, a lot and he, they kind of make him out to be a, a villainous character. <laughs> yeah. To me, the part that really stood out in that trailer that I kind of, whoa, and I, I know that they were doing this for basically two reasons. One, to be like, this Batman is different from previous film versions of Batman. And then also the other version, it, the other reason is because they're like, oh, look, you think Robert Pattinson isn't tough? Look what he does in this scene, right? And to me, I was just shocked by the brutality where just Batman just wails on this Joker gang member, just wails on him. Yeah. And like, it's punching him while he's still on the ground too. And it, it really bothered me. Like I couldn't show my kid that trailer. I think a really important distinction to make between the Marvel and DC movies is that for the most part, you kind of could bring a kid to most of them. Uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, you only have to hide their eyes maybe once or twice. But right. um, a lot of these movies, you probably could show to a kid. Uh, you'd have to wait, really wait until they were like 13 or something like that. I could show my daughter, who's 10, I, I feel like I could show her the trailers at least for like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, right? But for this one, I just felt like I couldn't show it to her. And I know that yeah. like, I know that they're really playing up the Batman as a detective angle, which I love. Same. It, to me, it looked like Seven. Like, it looked like it was like this, you know, serial killer movie. It looked like it was a David Fincher movie. I know it's a Matt Reeves movie, but um, it just gave off those Seven vibes. Yeah, I actually just rewatched that one again, like, like five minutes before we, uh, we we got on here. But, yeah, it, I definitely see the Seven vibes. I definitely see the, the mystery and kind of detective side of it. And I'm very excited about it. I mean, some of the – like you said – we really haven't touched upon that in, in the Batman movies that much. And I think the, uh, we're, I mean, we're assuming the Riddler is the main villain. Right. Uh, and I think this is a, a, a great take to, to use him for, uh, you know, especially if you look back to the, to, uh, was he in Batman forever? Or Batman, Robin? Batman, Batman forever. forever. Right? forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to knock um, the, you know, Jim Carrey or like that. Cause I mean, he, he's great at what he does, but I mean, you know, this, those movies are a little on the, the, the campy side. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit, yeah. It reminds me of the Adam West show, and, like, I've been showing my kids the Adam West show, and I used to actually hate the Adam West show when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, when I was a little kid, I was like, oh, this is cool. But then when I was, like, 11 or 12, I was like, oh, what the heck? Batman's tough, you know? He's supposed to – Well, at that point, you've seen Batman the Animated Series. So. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And, and, like, that's the whole thing. See, I think that, like, the DC fan base is split into, like, two parts. I basically think it's like these kind of fanatic Snyder cut people that maybe really love comics from the nineties. Right. And then there's the people that know that these characters have been around since like the 1930s. And they know that there's like a thread that combine that like, you know, whatever take you do, there's that consistent thread. You know, Batman's always a hero. Batman doesn't kill. Right. But yeah. these, these other people, they want Batman to kill. They're cool with like Batman shooting up people with his machine gun in the Batmobile and, you know, yeah. setting guys on fire and branding people, you know, and that's just, that's not Batman to me. I mean, uh, if, if you look back at the, some of the, the video games, the more recent Arkham series games, yeah, like the fighting can be pretty brutal. Like you really like destroy people in that game. But if you're on like a rooftop and you punch somebody off there, like somehow there's like an automatic, like grappling hook thing that, prevents them from falling off to their deaths. Oh, really? So they just, like, hang there. Yeah, I mean, they do it in those like, the Spider-Man games, too, with, with webs. But, it's, yeah. yeah, so, it, like, they perpetuate that Batman doesn't kill thing, uh, even in those games.